some random event, you know. It's pretty sad. If you're waiting in a line to take a picture with the beer girls, and your wife's like, your fat, ugly wife's like, why don't you get a picture with the, you're not a sexual threat, honey. Why don't you take a picture with the beer girls? And she takes it for you, and you're like, ah, you're really cheesing. Holding that beer. Those blondes, yeah. <laughs> I got it again. So part of you is living this little dream of like, God, these chicks are so hot. Can I take a picture with you? But it is fun, regardless yeah. of whether you're a cuck I, or not. A, a little photo book of you with, like, the Laker girls, the cowgirl, the cowboy cheerleaders, <laughs> the Budweiser girls next to the fucking Clydesdales. Just tour, nice. just tour America. Yeah, you're, you're in Vegas with the showgirls. Like, you take a photo with girls. Like, Bill, Bill Clinton would do that. Yeah. Just take a, keep a photo log of all these different girls. But they're all about the photos. Like as soon as yeah, they want like, the photos. I think they give a shit about who you are and what your personality. No, it's is. all about the head count. It's like sales. Yeah. They're just trying to make a. It's they're proving that they've been promoting. But do you guys actually like start conversations with them and like oh you know like back in your single days did you like actually try to <laughs> get the number and go of that far? Of one of these girls, yeah. uh, sample girls. Yeah, actually, I try to I try to get at a Red Bull girl. Those girls are hot, too. They're driving around in that Red Bull car with the short shorts. These girls are strippers, yeah. though. They, they are, are strippers, yeah. They are a step away from being strippers. They're great. Nah, that's not fair. They're uh, the same. It's, that's it's not, not fair. It's they're not the an same unfair game. comparison, either. They're really, they're really kind of, their job is to flirt, right? And their job is to exploit men into buying things and spending money and doing things They go. They go to watering holes filled with horny men who are going to ogle them all night. And they're going to trick them into buying more of their product. Like, oh, Heineken's are $4 tonight, sweetie. Go drink. And then, oh, you want it to photo? You want a photo? What the fuck? No, you chance. No, nah, but that's not true. They are. This guy's like, yeah. It is, it is actually a, a pretty uh, impressive thing, too, though, if you think about it. It's just being, it's customer service at its best. It's, it's making a really good first impression for a brand. And that's another thing that's, that's, the, that's the flip side of that thing. And that, if the people that do it right, like these Heineken girls here tonight at Lucky Baldwin's, uh, if I was someone who didn't like Heineken, I just saw, oh, uh, LAFC actually is kind of affiliates with Heineken. That's why these glasses are here tonight. Uh, and that's why those girls are here tonight. I, I would have been a huge fan of the brand. Now, Heineken is one of these brands that sells itself. But those girls are, are pros. And I got to give them credit for their pros. They're pros. Pros. I got to give them credit for their ability to kind of just strike up a good conversation, make people feel good about a brand, and that uh, be personable. Let's, I, I want to tell a quick story. And... For the listeners, I want to accompany this story, hopefully via social media, a photo of us three, matter of fact. It's a photo of, if you guys do recall, please take a trip with me down memory lane. You, Kyle, Dagger, me. We jump, What we go to the Excalibur. First day in Vegas, it's like noon, we're checking in, right? There's three girls running some sort of booth, and they got these bedazzled dresses on. Attractive girls. And we proceed, this is great, we proceed, we're going to release the photo too, to take the dorkiest photo maybe all three of us have ever taken. One of us is holding one of their legs. You guys have to see this photo. They were into us. You guys know what photo I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, see what Dagger just said? They were in us. It was St. That's what they had us believing. I thought they were. We held a 20-minute conversation. They were going to meet us later in the night, Damien. Did we meet them? Oh, they were tired. We didn't buy anything from them. We bought like a rope necklace. We bought chips. <laughs> yeah, pictures. We, bought we, did. we upgraded our room. We got some stupid service to our room we didn't oh, use. Oh, man. They uh, played we got, us we got for beads. Fools. Yeah, we got beads. St. And Patty's what beads. was left was a photo 
and I'll let you be the judge because we'll release it, right? We still have that photo. Oh yeah, somewhere. I have. The, I have the photo. You have the original uh, print. And oh, we yeah. paid for that too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, paid twenty five bucks for that. Yeah, fucking Polaroid. <laughs> print it out. Okay. Kyle's rocking a stash. Kyle has a stash. He's holding a girl's leg and she's up on him. Oh man, she was in the. Somebody's us. wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I'm oh, wearing God. a Hawaiian shirt. This photo. Oh man, that was a good. And Danny's just time. got a shitty mean grin. Oh, this photo. We got played. We loved it. But that's a, that was a classic. Those are the same. Those are beer girls. Those are strippers. That's a nah. female position that is designed, and they do it all night. They run the same game all okay, night. Okay, well, long. if you think about if you, we we had an episode called Twenty Percent. We're talking about tipping, and we were talking about how you 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 got to tip. But we were talking about like, would you tip like a dude at a ball game if he tip if he was giving you a beer? Hell no, you don't tip like a dude. But you tip an attractive woman. We want to do nice things for women, right? Women, they have they have the power. It's it's it's, and we like it. It's fun. It's that's a fun trait for these women to be able to to. Uh, to and I don't mind taking that photo, honestly. I don't mind giving in to the allure. Oh, oh, like that that rush of do this chick's into me. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, I'll give twenty for twenty bucks. Take the photo. Yes, yes. I'll upgrade the room. I'll get the beat. <laughs> it's fun. Like, what are you gonna be a buzzkill? Like, nah, I don't want a picture. No, nah, I'm not falling like, oh, for your guys, game. No, don't I be agree like that. With you. I'm above this. I shit. I agree with you, and I lean towards that sometimes because there's a part of every man, and we've both, we've all here have played both sides, right? You've been taken. You've been just danced circles around and like emptied your pockets, and you're like, what the fuck happened to me? Oh my god, I spent for this. this. But you, there's part of you when somebody's approaching you and you know her intentions are just to exploit you financially or get a photo out of you, get a fucking whatever out of you. Part of you as a man is like, fuck you. I'm not going to fall. I'm not dumb enough to fall for this. Right? I'm just like game on. Whatever. No, good. That's a, that's a, that's a great approach. Totally. Seriously. But I think we've all gone between both. Sure. I mean, I've used my stature and looks and power to manipulate people it's happened i've done it before all right you're so not what not like a beer girl though i'm not a beer girl but I, you know i'm intimidating no i, I wouldn't say i could be intimidating and no, i, I know don't how to look use at me it. like that you're looking at me funny i'm looking down at you right now <laughs> go get me a beer but you know what i'm all for the guy at the strip club that just says let's do it man this girl loves me <laughs> let's just live we're gonna run, a, we're gonna <laughs> run away together night, yeah we yeah. know guys like that too yeah, you gotta love that too. Yeah, it's it's the balance. Oh love god it. damn it. Oh shit. What is that? Eight minutes in? That's it's right. already it's already been That's stated. Right. Guys, uh go go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't want to interrupt you at all. No, no, it's just about balance. I'm not More okay, about balance. Well, go ahead. Okay. There's only there's only so much you can say about balance before uh, it's just No, go ahead. Go ahead. Damien, you want a closing thoughts on balance? I want to balance out this conversation by saying it's both ways. <laughs> it is the, both uh, ways. The Heineken girls are gone. The Heineken keg is tapped. <laughs> but here we are. Broadca- uh, Daggert, so you, uh, you kind of lined this up with Tony, right? The manager of Lucky Baldwin's? Mr. Tony, shout out Lucky Baldwin's. We got the section blocked off. Speaking of which, there is somebody approaching our section. And yeah. she's going up. Oh. Security. This? Security. Tony. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. Tony. Yeah, well, just a backstory. Uh, we're over here at Lucky Baldwin's in Pasadena. Shout out. Uh, yeah, we, we organized this event. There's a big soccer game going on right now, uh, and we've been comped the upstairs table. Uh, it is a Heineken night, sponsored by Heineken it's tonight. Technically it actually a happened. Heineken lounge, yeah. Episode 16, we're sponsored by We'll show by the Heineken. photos. It's branded. We're branded here. 
these girls that we're talking about, they comped us. They comped us some beer openers, uh, some free beers, and a Heineken flag with a Cali symbol on it. I mean, guys, I'm so excited. This is a milestone. Uh, truly is. Thanks for joining. Thanks for tuning in. And I am drinking a Bavik, by the way. Well, Bavik beer. You can blame plate. guys like us for tapping the Heineken cat. Yeah, you think they I can't believe you tapped that shit out. That's hilarious. Okay. It always boggles my mind. This is a, it's a traditional pub that's always playing fucking soccer. And there are always soccer fans here. I don't follow. Do you guys follow any soccer? It's an English pub. Football? It's an English pub. That, that yeah, explains that. the story. Okay, sure. But, like, I don't meet any soccer fans in, waking, in, in my life. And all of a sudden they come here and there's fucking hooligans all, all everywhere. They're out there. But I did expect it to be louder in here because that's what hooligans are supposed to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get drunk. Fight. Green but Street. It's, it's LAFC, so they don't care that much. If it was, like, England playing, like Liverpool, Manchester United, you'd be getting punched in the face right now up here. Yeah, that American Soccer League is uh, peanuts compared to the all peanuts. that La Liga. It's like and WNBA, right? To them, yeah, it kind of is. The MLS to the Premier League, yeah, for sure. No shout out. There's nothing wrong with the WNBA, but comparatively, are we comparing the WNBA to the NBA? Yeah. And are we asking which one's better? Yeah, I am. Which one do you think is better? Why don't you tell me? Scratch your head on that one. Yeah, it's the same thing with the MLS and the Premier League. Kyle's like a, a, a DB tonight. He's just on his toes. Just back, ready to That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just making a comparison here. No backpedaling. See, it's, the WNBA sucks. It we doesn't suck. It sucks. It doesn't suck. For no other reason than it just sucks. That's it doesn't it. suck. It's just not as compelling as, say, the Denver Nuggets. Okay, here we go. Compelling. <laughs> That's an interesting word, compelling. Are you guys compelled by football? Traditional football? Uh, European football? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely. No, shut up. When's the last time you guys watched a whole football game? Oh, oh I, I watch European football. I watch them. Oh, here we go. I read follow. the paper while here I read yeah, Here <laughs> we go. We're riveting. No, they're not that stimulating. They're really not. Unless American. it's your country, yeah. Give me some American football. They're long. I need scoring. Give I'm me, into it. Give me some beer girls and some American cheerleaders football, yeah. man. That's America, baby. But uh, highest paid athlete in the world is a soccer player. Who's that? Beckham? I believe it's, uh, what's his Don't name? Don't scoff at me, Kyle. The Brazilian, Neymar. Ronaldo. With the bleach tips. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Ronaldo's old. I don't what's think Ronaldo's name? in there. Ronaldo? Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah correct. You ever heard of him? Correct. Pele, you ever heard of him? Pele. These guys are legends. Kobe Jones. <laughs> Kobe Jones. Yeah, I remember Kobe Jones. It's tight. I don't know. Why did everyone like Kobe Jones? It was because his name was fucking And he had Kobe the bleach tips, too. He had, like, the bleach real. dreads. Yeah. Playing for the Galaxy. Galaxy. He was pretty cool. He was kind of bringing soccer back. Yeah, and then pff, he didn't. Then he didn't. Pele. Have you guys watched videos on Pele? Oh, yeah. Great okay. guy. He used to wear ballet shoes. Amazing thighs. Did tree, he wear ballet shoes? trunks for thighs. <laughs> no. He changed up the game. because he, he used to have this style called the Jenga style. And basically it the means. The what? Jenga. Okay. Yeah, Jenga style. I watched this whole Netflix. Come with that it. sort of posturing where you're getting down in this kind of caveman. Primitive. Well, dance. what he does is he like mixes it up. He, he kicks it behind his head. He like he does these spins, and it was a no-no Jenga. back in the traditional days of football. But then he took Brazil to the top, and he became the greatest soccer player of all time. Jenga, and it's, it takes after a traditional dance form back in back in the back in the back in the back in the day. That kind of sounds like capoeira for Brazil. 
like Brazilian dance? Brazilian. You yes. know Capoeira? Capoeira. Like that kind of unpredictable it's got, beat. It's got the coolest history. Yeah. It's a martial art disguised as a dance by slaves because they had to hide it from their slave owners. So Brazil was a big slave population, African slaves. So they began to congregate and design their own martial art just in case we had to revolt against these fucking oppressors. But we can't let the oppressors know we're building our own martial arts system, right? So what we'll do, we can already dance. We already like to dance. We're down here in Brazil. The weather's fucking great. We'll hide it in the dance. It's fucking fascinating. It's That's how cool. it came to be. That's, That's what it is. That's pretty cool. Ke- kept it under wraps. It's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I have. Uh, I think. I think if you look into it, a lot of things with movement started with a dance, probably. Right. I mean, dance was around before sports. Sex probably started with the dance. Sure. Two sure. Yeah. Dancing in the I didn't think they got so close. Dancing <laughs> in the night. Rock and roll, funk. All those words come from African origin. Lang- linguistically, and it all correlates to oh, yeah. sex. Yes, funk comes from like an African word like funkalinka. No shit. And what that means is the sweat produced from having sex or dancing. Oh, rock, no and, shit. rock and roll is some sort of like deviation or, 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 or uh, following word from some African term that means. Fucking take the wife back to the fucking hut and have a little sex. Rocker and roller. Yeah, I've heard people refer to their bad smells funk. Funk. But yeah, no, I got, funk I is I got a funk good. You know what? It might be either sw- the sweat. Funk you is produce. Like a swag, yeah. No, it's the, the literal swag. term. What they it comes from the some weird weird word. I don't know. In some African dialect. I don't speak African. I'm not African. I'm American, but I'm not African. Half, you're half of it. You got one half. Of and it, it means the sweat smell produced from either okay shit I'm gonna add three of it it might be making music dancing or having sex funk which are all great they're mm. all right there well they're I mean all funk together. is like right there do you want a funk you want a funk tonight yeah I mean it's up. just yeah it's one letter away keep it funky make it funky I, I mean there's you know one nation under a groove getting down just for the funk of it you know for the well, funk everything pretty much came from Africa right that's where humans started right yeah. South Africa yeah I mean if you we're talking in the literal sense, right? Do you think uh, there's like this form of, you could say therapy. It's called ecstatic dancing. Have you guys heard about this or seen what this is? I've seen something like that. It's a modality to heal yourself. Oh. Boo! Boo! <laughs> Some call. <laughs> but it's a modality to heal yourself. And all you do is you get with a group of friends, maybe by yourself, and you just, <laughs> you just dance. Not with any sort of style, but you sort of like tap into your own, how you're feeling, and you kind of express it through movement and dancing. You're supposed to feel great right after. What's this called? Ecstatic dancing. It's called fucking dancing. It's called dancing. You ever fucking heard of it? You ever dance in your bedroom by yourself? (laughs) It's true, man. We don't dance enough as human beings. I feel like it's a a necessary thing to do is dance. I've done that before where I've done some, just some... Some erratic and, and energized dance moves in my, in my bedroom. Ecstatic, say it. Were no, ecstatic? I wasn't it quite ecstatic. I didn't say the word intentionally because uh, I had my window open and I felt that that pressure. Like I saw the window of the neighbors across the room. Yep. And and I felt kind of weird, and so I wasn't quite ecstatic. See, 
that's the root of your neuroses as a Western man. I, feel I know. Like. I know it is. The fact that somebody might see you dancing. I know. You fucking creepy weirdo. <laughs> see? How fucking twisted is that? So I shut the blinds, and I just turned into a yeah, exactly. phoenix. Exactly. I was ecstatic. Think about that. Think about what that does to your dancing. psyche. When you physically shut the Blocked blinds off everything, on yourself yeah. dancing, what yeah. else are you going to do in your own life? What else are you going to do when nobody's looking? Seriously, Definitely no. dancing like nobody's looking. That's like a thing, right? Yeah. It's like a phrase. Dance like no one's watching, right? But that's not... I didn't want the, I didn't want the world watching that, those moves. You know, they're for that's you. That's sad. It's weird. That's sad. Like the same... Like it, we all hear. You wouldn't have sex with your... You, know, you haven't had sex in public, right? We'd all be very... There's a lot of shame, I feel like. Never. Never. Would you have sex in front of your neighbor? Oh, in front of knowing like that I'm just they're watching? Conceptually, like in front of other people. That's what I'm trying to get at. There's no. a shame thing, right? Yeah, there's a shame. So yeah, how yeah. is there a shame thing to dancing? Moving your body in a very fun, free, flowing sort of way. There's, I guess some things be. are just for you, you know? You got to make sure they're for you. Well, there shouldn't be, is, is, I think is the answer. I mean, you should just yeah. dance. Like, yeah. it's, it's such a human, natural thing. It's sad, man. I don't know. There's just no right or wrong. It's not going to be sad. It's sad. No, it's no. I'm taking a stance, dude. It's sad. It's sad. I, I come from a culture and I come from a family where you don't fucking dance, you know? And I think that's not healthy. You got to dance. be a well-rounded dance. human being. Dance. But, like, don't just dance on, like, the sidewalk because you're crazy if you do that. Not if there's some bumping-ass tune right next to you. Exactly. What if you're just feeling good? What if you're happy to be alive? You never know when you're going to die. All right. I'll tell a quick anecdote. I was leaving my house to come here today. And my neighbor, Jonathan, a black guy, was bumping rap music. And he was bumping it for like an hour. And it was dope music. And I couldn't help myself. I was walking downstairs. I was kind of bobbing. But I was controlling myself to make sure I wasn't dancing because his windows were open. And I didn't necessarily want to see this is neurotic, I guess. I didn't want him to see me dancing. Again, looking out his window to his music. But I, was, I couldn't help it because it was good. His music, huh? His music. And I was his bumping. music. He was listening his to it. His <laughs> no, music. I, I listening. see where you're going. He this. was listening to it. And I didn't really, I, I couldn't help it. I was just kind of bobbing, like, up and down a little bit. I wanted to get real down. Yeah. Because it was tight. Get down, man. Go ahead. Get up and get down right now. Let's nah. see what you got. Nah, it's but back, okay, but back to what you said earlier, Kyle. You brought up that Funkadelic song. We the funk of it. Classic yeah. song. There are, there's music that is irrefutably danceable to, right? Oh, yeah. And let's just be honest. Hip-hop, funk, groovy-ass music. Oh, yeah. Music that comes from cultures where dancing is more acceptable, right? It's more commonplace. It's, it's woven into uh, activities and festivities and family parties and things like that. Whereas opposed to some uptight, western, rigid sort of like music. You can't dance to Nirvana. No. no. But you can dance to some fucking James Brown, dude. Oh, some yeah, Marvin Gaye or something, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, if you can't dance to what? James Taylor. You can't. I mean, you James can't, Yeah, all. You can't really dance James to James Taylor. Taylor. You can't, it, yeah, there's a lot of things you can't dance to. But it comes from a certain. comes from that culture. 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 Nature versus nurture, guys. Yeah, oh, that's what I was about to say. Okay, all right, all right. About the to balance ask, between what, what's going and on inside the home where dancing is not either encouraged, taught, accepted, you name it. I think and, and primarily in white culture, right? Yeah, say it. White Western yeah. white guys, dude. Yeah. What you do is you proverbially close the windows on everything, and you start like going, 
You start closing Close off. Windows, huh? Closing the windows, and you stand inside your head, and you're looking down, and your body, your physical body is rigid. Tight. Tight. Your asshole's tight. Your lips are tight. <laughs> you're eating white bread. Oh, man. <laughs> you're eating yeah. cheese. Mayonnaise. Craft cheese. Milk. White bread. Wonder bread. Eggs. Bland it's like beige. That's Consistent. not healthy, man. We don't, we don't come from there. We don't. I'm taking a stand. Well, I'll say it. I mean, as a believer in balance and compensation, <laughs> where do you think that counterbalances? Like, if that energy isn't ex- uh, expounded on the fucking on dancing itself, I mean, wh- where do you, where else do you think it goes? Uh, it's not. Maybe it's just. Maybe it's it's uh it's restricted too much in somebody's. I psyche. think it's like their whole psyche, yeah, because it carries over in other things. Like, if you think about it, we talked about like. Have you ever gone and picked up on a beer girl? Well, I definitely have, have in my experience, and this is just truth, anecdotal truths, I've seen, like, that Western white guy is way more, less likely to, to, to a stranger, a woman he's never met, to say something like, hey, you're really attractive, or we should go out. Whereas I have seen a lot of times, you know, maybe an African-American guy's like, hey, what's up, girl? What are you doing tonight? You're fine. Straight up balls and it's that same idea of dancing in public or letting it all out in public it's letting it loose yeah performance let me me, like Mm. let me add words to the those those two types of things one is overthinking uh thinks way too much before he acts the other one is sort of relaxed and loose and just flowing and and just being like living with the moment real yeah it's real not thinking too much about repercussions I mean, I've, and honestly, I identify with that white guy. I think I was raised in not only in my culture, but like my family and my family, my immediate family's history is more the fucking Northern European white person where it's like, just, you, you got to think about things. You got to be this. You got to do that. Uh, every action has a consequence and a, a, a myriad of consequences. Whereas I've known people and come to meet people that maybe come from a different culture with different sets of values. They dance way more, and they tend to be in everyday life a bit more loose and relaxed. And like, why are you fucking stressing? Okay, you're 15 minutes late. Who cares? Whereas the other guys, like, you're, you're supposed to be at 3:30, not 4:30. You know? Yeah, so, and it's not always dis- it's as not dis- a, it's, yeah, I didn't mean to make it as distinctive as a demographic. It's not like that. I was cut, cut racist. Cut, yeah. I was carving a hard line. No, I wasn't being racist. Kidding, kidding. I'm not carving a hard line like that because uh, I'm, I'm definitely racist. I'm definitely not either. Uh, in fact, this is a positive trait I'm, I'm oh, yeah. explaining here. And, and I, I would say it if it was to any other, any other thing. But I totally understand that mentality of, of just being calm and relaxed. Because I've, every, I mean, I hope every person has experienced those slivers of dancing with the windows open. Because you know, I've definitely uh, been able to do that as well in my life in the last few years. It's a new thing dancing in public and it's amazing I used to not dance you're at all a dancer. you're a dancer I'd say, I grew up man. not yeah. dancing at all yeah. and then I became someone who danced in public but sometimes I revert back to that hey I don't want someone to see me dancing you know and it's interesting And or hey I don't want to just say balls out to this girl right now but sometimes and you see me too just go for it and those moments where you go fuck it no consequences like Portuguese we're talking about like cultures here we're talking about football earlier I love the Portuguese like or, or the Brazilian uh, mentality, the Brazilian mentality of just, oh my gosh, like, let it fly. Be Lebanese, real. of which Lebanese, Dagger comes yes. from. I mean, you can't describe your family. Dagger, your family is so open and friendly, and they hug you and kiss you, and everybody's fucking late. There's oh, no yeah. schedule. Dancing it's is beautiful. Big. 
It's beautiful, like right? Yeah, this is beautiful. You even want to start talking like this when you talk yeah, about? Yeah, I do the family. same thing with the person. Hey, yeah, Damien, you're know? not Lebanese. Sorry. I, I, I mean, listen. <laughs> He's I, trying. He's I, trying. I, I vacation there frequently. <laughs> the tomatoes. I have a tomato farm. No, yeah. but seriously, Dagger. Like, you you can describe your family and even back home in Lebanon as more towards that side of like a very human, relaxed culture where values are not as like. It's not rigid with timing and scheduling and uh, this is my family and this is your neighborhood and you stay over there. But it's more communal and it's yeah. more open and there's there's a relaxation. There's a there's a breath of fresh air with. It would be weird if you didn't dance, right? Like that's the weird thing is if you don't dance. And it would at be weird. And Dagger, it would be weird if I were your neighbor and you didn't come to my barbecue, right? Oh, yeah. You I can mean, stop by for a plate or something, right? Very least, and there's no invitation. You just hear the barbecue and you go. Like It's not like you, you walk over and invite your neighbors. Can you say that about Rancho Cucamonga? Oh, no. oh. They'd be like, I didn't invite the Johnsons. No. What the fuck are they doing here? They didn't bring anything. Oh, the Johnsons. In fact, <laughs> you know? Seriously, man. Absolutely, that same different. kind of thought just kind of popped by my head the other day. I looked down a random cul-de-sac and saw a guy had a big boat in his yard. And I was kind of thinking about being his neighbor and the resentment he might have. Why he's got the big boat out? It's an eyesore. And I was thinking about my relationship with my neighbors. And like as a kid, you know, you go to the neighbors' houses and stuff, but you don't communicate that much. You don't communicate with your neighbors, and they're living right there, and you're just like right alongside you. But you never really engage here in America, in Rancho Cucamonga or Pasadena or Los Angeles, whatever it is. And and that's an, an the same kind of idea we're talking about: the dancing, the picking up on the girls, all that stuff, being free and being being connected to people. And knowing that it's just like it doesn't matter. Like I try to do this. Sometimes I try to like catch someone's eye when I'm crossing them, walking past them on the street. I give them like a what's up, like a nod. And they never, like no one ever looks at you. People don't like to make eye contact. So my new thing is just asking, the, making sure I always ask the uh, person who at the cashier how their day's been. And lately a lot of people have been commenting on that. Like thanks for asking. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I hope it's been a pretty good one. Like I'm always asking how how they've been a little, just a something, and it makes me feel good too. Yeah, something to crack open. Crack that it open. Mundane conversation. And from there, usually. there's usually one more or two more one line exchanges, and we usually laugh, which also feels good. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we're talking about like Western and Eastern man, right? The differences between the two, essentially, if you want to bifurcate the whole thing. And uh, something that I've read, and I, I think we've discussed this, is how much space Western man requires in life. Uh, they want bigger houses to stay away from people. They stand farther away from each other when they communicate because they like to see each other. As opposed to the Eastern man, when they're closer to each other, they actually like to smell each other. Now, it's, it's weird, and they, may not, they may, may not even know that, but it's on a subconscious level. So there's like so many of those little things that you know, Western man needs the space. They need the time away from people. They need their personal bubble to expand and expand and expand. But it's yeah. also making us kind of sick. It's making us so. kind of sick. Well, yeah, there's, there's a neurosis involved. And like that technology increase, too, and is making that distance further and further. And so there's a lot more hesitance and resistance to, like, real connectivity. It still happens, but it's, like, definitely making us kind of a little bit ill. But it's privacy, and there's there's uh, traits to privacy. There's traits to keep into yourself. I mean, there's there's things that you can that can be gained of that. You know, works of the greatest works of art were made in total seclusion and people who were aloof and just away from society and had those huge walls. So yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of good that's come out of it. There's good that comes out of it, but I don't know if those people are always in the best of health mentally. Or oh no, yeah. No. There's a great 
to speak on your dagger, we were driving through a random neighborhood in Lebanon. And just to drive through it, we were just bored. We're like, all right, let's drive through there. And Dagger stops me. He goes, look at these guys. And he looked at, there was four guys. They were like the valet slash like security of a nightclub or like a beach club, right? And they all had four lawn chairs. And he's like, Damien, look at these guys. Look how close. And Dagger's the one who schooled me on uh, a lot of what he just touched upon uh, as far as space and uh, dominant senses. Like Marshall McLuhan even talked about that, right? Different regions and different cultures relying on a sort of dominant uh, scent or a sense as far as like Eastern men may like to smell each other a bit more. So you stand closer so you actually get the wasp. But he's like, you stop the car, you're like, look at these guys. And it was four guys huddled around in like very cheap you know, lawn chairs, and their knees were touching and overlapping, and they weren't, they were just having a conversation, but they were like, you know, very close together, like right in each other's faces and talking, and I was like, damn, that's, look at that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Definitely it's not gay. It's kind of, it's, no, no, yeah, no, wasn't it kind gay. of startling for you as well, to look at that and be like, man, they're really, like, I couldn't, yeah. you never really had a conversation that close with those guys, like guys yeah, like that, right? Of course. Friends. Dude, I don't hug my dad, so like, you know what I mean? And I, uh, I love you, Dad, if you're listening. But, like, no, but seriously, that's – and that's our cultural boundaries and what we've come to know. But whereas me sitting – and you meet guys that are from those cultures, and they're up in your business. And you have to, like – it takes me – like, I met an Iranian guy today. I had an hour-and-a-half-long conversation with an, a guy from Iran. And he was just up in my space, dude. Like – and I, I, you have to, I have to be like, consciously I have to be like, all right, dude, just chill, like relax. And it makes me better, you know? It makes me better to be like, he's okay, very, well, dude, it's very just, close to you. Yeah, like, so what if my armpits smell? So what if my breath smells like coffee, you know? So those barriers of like this, again, you, you talked about the Western man with this expanding, these gates of privacy. It's like, don't smell my breath. No, I'm not a, you know, you're like, yeah. keep me, keep, uh, the arm's length gets further and further, but. Well, everything, even like, uh, you go to one of these stadiums or you go to anywhere in public, really, and a, a men's bathroom that has urinals without dividers, you will get a staggering amount of people that don't use the urinal to go to the stall for privacy, for yeah. just a little bit of... They want yeah. some sort of privacy. Just a yeah. wall of some something, sort. <laughs> something. Just by myself. Just let me get something where I can feel like my when my dick's out, no one's just yeah. right next to me. And... You know, like, I can't tell if social media, because social media, obviously, we know more about each other now than, than ever. I can't tell if that's breaking down the walls or if it's adding to the walls, because these people aren't seeing each other in real life and sizing each other up and smelling each other or whatever, yeah. because they're, they're, you know, their senses are fine with just, uh, just texting each other and seeing pictures of each other on a screen. It's so. true. But you see, like, more and more pictures. You see inside my house. You see my daily life. Yes. You see four photos of me throughout the day. So in one way, you're getting closer. But in another way, you're not even close at all. You're, That's kind of what I was touching yeah, on when I, when I was mentioning. I thought we were getting kind of out of whack or, like, kind of sick. Where it's, huh. it's a lot of this closeness that's not real. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, I don't like it. Again, it always, it's, again, here we are, guys, coming to back down to, we've already deduce to balance now we're deducing to the technological implications yeah. on humanity what's re- what's the right path do you go back to the human way you smell oh, each other and smell, fuck each other smell all night me and fuck me or fuck you me. just fucking download your consciousness into bots guys ah. i don't think we'll ever answer that on this podcast i really don't never get there 
It's, uh, it's nothing new, right? Technology. We've always been changing with technology since sticks. So, you know, there's a fallacy that carries over with every technology. Like something's missing, right, yeah. because of this technology that exists. There's something that we're not getting that people used to get back in the day. Yeah. And no one can really, you know, pinpoint exactly what it is. But it's, it's definitely there. And over time, imagine 100, 200 years of this, that small little thing compounds and it has a detrimental effect on the human race. Yeah. And that becomes a, a pain point. That's actually the thing. Is that like something's missing idea? So, well, something is missing or something's not being satisfied or, you know. But that's a, what's going to lead us to our demise. It could, push or it could evolution. be. push. It could be. Because something's missing. Or something's evolution. Something's missing. Something's missing. Yeah. How do you feel about Dagger? And I want to I defer to you because you are, of all the people I've known, you've schooled me best on mediums. So what do you feel about the meaning of medium of podcasting? It's, it, it's talking. It's us doing it. It's fucking hooligans screaming in my ear. But it's us doing it. It's speaking, right? But it's us listening via headphones, transmuting our conversation to others who listen and yes we have Instagram and all that sort of stuff we have a visual component to it but where do you because podcasts are taking off right now right particularly ours yes but where is this medium going what's the status of this medium why are we craving this medium well it's trending obviously like you said but I like it because it's a return back to Humanity. It's, it's a return back to the tribe. Fireside chats, would you even say? Well, Something as primitive as... Yeah, I mean, you talk about around. Uh, Roosevelt around the, uh, no. around the thing. Well, what I was saying is, like, it's a long-form conversation, right? And we're just discussing things. And people listen to these, and it's stimulating the ear. Like, there's no visual stimulation if you just got your earbuds in and you're walking or you're driving. So it's great. It's actually what... Uh, it's, it's a cool medium is what Marshall McLuhan would call it. Hot medium would be like your phone, something that's satisfying a sense that's been highly, highly concentrated on with the current set of technology. So podcasts are it, man. Podcasts are, are doing well. Why? Why are we craving? Why are we drinking up podcasts so, so deeply, do you think? Because it leaves a lot to the imagination. People hear our voices and then they put us together in some sort of character. And then uh, they, it's like we're sitting there with them, but it's in their own way. Like, they fill in all the blanks. And to them, their imagination is better than reality. Mm. And so podcasting is kind of that vehicle that allows them to do that. So yeah. they can kind of picture us here at Lucky Ballins with a couple beers scattered around with Heineken gear in the corner of a the bar. Co- Dagger, don't forget the coffee. And, of course, a cup of coffee with us because we never forget it. Blonde Heineken girls, I mean, they're everywhere, guys. <sighs> I mean, I'm having to kick them off me as we as we speak. It's crazy up here, man. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Long form conversation, though. I hope I hope it's a dark horse, man. But I hope it makes it because our attention spans are shortening and shortening, and I'm so goddamn guilty of it. Sometimes I know I'm like Damien. It's a minute thirty video. Hang in there, bud. And I'll go fuck this, and I'll swipe or I'll exit out, or like ah, I'll start to I'll hit the search bar again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I struggle with that all the time. Really, any task longer than 10 minutes to someone, their mind starts saying, this is tedious. What's the payoff? You have to tell yourself there's a payoff. But it is a... I, again, both things. I can, all, I can listen to a three-hour podcast very easily, but I get to do it while doing other things. And I, when I saw Jordan Peterson, and I'm 
I guess I'm bragging. I saw him at Long Beach Live. He said one of the most revolutionary things he thinks is happening right now, and I'm sure other people have said it too, is that people can get really potent content, really quality content and interesting ideas compressed into something like three hours, and they can do it while producing or, or, or uh, fulfilling menial duties like the trash. If you do, if you do like the trash, the dishes, the laundry, and you clean your car out, you can bang out a three-hour podcast. You can listen to two titans of of anything to speak, change your brain, give you these amazing ideas, and you can also fulfill in the same time period the stuff you have to do as a person. It's, it's really kind of revolutionary. It's an increase in productivity for the human race. It's Because, like, you're crazy. filling in all those voids. Yeah. And, uh, like, like, driving in traffic, ironically, has, I think, single-handedly propelled podcasting into the mainstream. Like, the, in, the uptick of traffic in L.A. or in metropolitan areas and the uptick of podcasts has, has a significant correlation. Oh, for I sure. Agree. Yeah. yeah, totally. For sure. I because, mean, it's such a dead space. Yeah, that's when, that's when I listen to podcasts. Is I, I don't listen to them really when I'm doing chores, but traffic, it feels like you got some company in the car, stimulating. It's, it's, a, it's super, like you said, these, you can listen to titans of whatever uh, specific group you want to, someone who's going to give you really good knowledge and download you. And, you're, and it's saving you because traffic is corrosive. It's disgusting. It makes you angry. It makes me angry, at least. And hearing a podcast or something that that is keeping your brain going, man, it's it's a total it's refocus. Or, yeah, it's and amazing. What about the uptick in ideas being spread? Yeah. Now you got a mass of people sitting there for three hours. Like everybody's sitting from five to seven thirty on. They have a buzz home. now. But now it's like you're listening. To, you're not listening to Jackman Wolf or like some Rick D's in the morning. You're listening to fucking holy shit. You're listening to a. A futurist, a Jordan Peterson. A, and you're probably uh, having a conversation a like about what you learned. Doing it you're probably talking about something you heard with someone later in the day or week, right? Like you usually take one thing you learned from a podcast and end up bringing it up somewhere, yeah. and that is going to take on a whole new life. Yeah, it's literally creating like mind space, like a, you know, in all those dead spaces that we had, taking out the trash, doing the dishes, traffic. Like, you know, like we were doing something and we were thinking about something, but we weren't thinking like on a higher level as if you listen to like a really good podcast. And it's, it's creating space. Like, for example, like electric light. Light itself cr- literally created space because at night people just went to bed before the electric light. I mean, yeah, flames were around, but it was a really limited thing. Light itself, where you could light up large rooms, large spaces like this, Created like opportunities for business, created uh, yeah. all these time gaps. I mean, it just it almost doubled life. It doubled life. Wow. Yeah, it's it's infinite now. You can you can be up at, and people are up at any hour of the day. So wow. podcasts in a way is doing that, but in, in a completely different dimension. I don't know what exactly it is. Light is a little bit easier to explain because it's visual. But I don't know. Can you put a couple <laughs> a couple words together about what podcast is creating? I don't know, man. I'm with you, dude. I'm just thinking about that that explanation of light it's what a fucking game changer that is it's insane and it's well you think the people like when light first ex- like was created and like the spaces were being created you think the people actually thought about this no i don't no. think they actually did it's only when you're out of the maelstrom that you can look at it and see what the fucking impact was when you're in third person yeah so that's why it's good to study history because you can kind of pick up on stuff like this but we have no idea what 
the effects of this are actually going to be. Yeah. We're just winging it. Yeah. Cowboy Shooting style. from the hip. But it also fucked us up. You're also, you're start, your natural rhythms of your, of your human yeah. biology, you should be asleep with the sun. And you should wake up with the sun. Ideally, in an ideal world. I agree. You can live a long, happy, prosperous life with electric light and, and manufactured light and things like that in an off schedule and being nocturnal. But it's pretty irrefutable. Like, your, your body evolved and is designed to sort of work with the natural rhythms of the earth, the sun and, and, and the moon and, and light being, light going away and then light coming back. So... You know, back to the, and I'm I'm not saying I'm not you know voting for either one, but I'm saying, again, balance, <laughs> and with everything with everything that happens, you get you lose something. But I like that's fascinating man to think about what podcast is doing right now, and what people podcasting, what the the act of us getting together. I mean, shit, a lot of people podcasting. That's what's cool too, right? Mm-hmm. That a lot of people are podcasting. Mm-hmm. I think that's too many. That no, I mean, yeah, we more can space say, for us. We need I think space. that's important though that a lot of people are out there podcasting because uh, specialization is what's always driven, uh, at least our country for, but I think the entire world for is that idea that you can go in and you have people talking about different things, their respective life experiences accumulated into a podcast. Podcast. Yeah, dude. It's. Uh, I'm going to look up the definition of podcast. I still don't know what a podcast is. It is it in the dictionary? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's in there. It's got to be in there. I don't know if it's If in emojis there. in there, podcast has got to be in there. It might know, be the man. word of the year. It might be the new one this year. Podcasts don't get enough respect. I'll say that, though. I'm it just saying. Doesn't. Your podcast. It definitely does. This true. podcast. My podcast. Our podcast. True. But. But it is catching on. Like, like. People know what a podcast is. Like eighty percent of people will know what a podcast. A fucking is. podcast. <laughs> Howard Stern doesn't know. Yeah, well, he refuses to. A podcast, King of, Mr. King of Media. A podcaster. Do you like the word? Do you like Adam yeah, dropping actual... out of college? I'm to be a podcaster. <laughs> fucking podcast. Son, I give you a full ride. Yeah, I'm dropping out. <laughs> Me and my friends are going to be a podcast. podcast. No, there please be an artist, a musician. <laughs> Don't a be writer, a be an Englisher. No, Dad, we're starting a podcast. <laughs> starting a podcast. Oh, you're doomed. Well, I mean, it's cool because the startup costs are minimal and anybody can do it, right? If you have an iPhone, you could technically start a podcast, which is cool. It's awesome. It's empowering. And if you got something to talk about or nothing like us, then shit. I mean, you could you just <laughs> Barf up a logo. You're official, man. You made it. Anytime you feel like it, and it's a hit. Our friend's got a podcast. He just puts a phone in his pocket, and he hits record. He says, thanks for being on my podcast. Legally records all of us. But yet you were were saying about the word podcast. Yeah, sometimes I have problems with the word podcast. I don't know. I don't like the way the pod comes out. I guess... What is the pod? Is podcast. it the iPod? Is that why? Yeah, maybe I have connotations iPod. of pod iPod. being like, I don't know. But little, pod a little, itself a little means bitch, something. A little space, a little, little bitch space. Pod. pod. Podcast. It's tight. It's a tight, it's a tightly wound. Pod. It's po- pod. It's futuristic. Pod. pod. Yeah, just drop it. Pod. Pod. Podcast. Thanks for being on my Start podcast. calling it pod, I guess. Casting. Casting. I don't like casting. You're seeing we, we've always said casting. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But do you get it? Casting? Are you telling me I don't get it? I don't know. You're trying to Are break you it. I'm just saying. When when I say podcast, what do you We're think? We're sending I'm out a line. We're casting out a line. Yeah, I get it. To reach people on their iPod. <laughs> All the goddamn metaphors we can use. 
I love it, man. I love the word podcast. Podcast? I get a little reaction every lights. time. He sees it in like Vegas show lights. That's why. <laughs> podcast. I see Showtime. He says on air. Fuck. <laughs> podcast. It's cool. And then podcaster. He sees like Dagger Dagger starring in. Podcaster is hilarious, right? Yeah, the podcaster. The podcast. So it's like a title, you know? Add that to your Wikipedia page, guys. Don't forget. By the IMDB podcast. Yeah. Pod, yeah, I think it's pod, the pod that pod, kind of bothers pod, me. Pod, P-O-D, P-O-D, pod. Oh, you want to talk, start talking about P-O-D? Don't even get me started. But see, uh, the technology that we have, it's, we talk about this all the time. It's lagging. It's not even fucking like actually what it should be. Like it should be like her, right? When he has that thing in his ear and he just yeah. like, you just press a button and you can record what you're saying flawlessly, gorgeous quality, sound canceling everything. But, so, but there's, like, there's no that, that's there, but the society doesn't have a desire for it right now, or at least, uh, and this not to get like you know in terms of conspiracy things, but like business doesn't really want people to be able to do that. They, that's why gaming's so big right now. They want you to play video games. They want you to like download music and listen to music. They don't like the powers of be don't really want people to be podcasting as individuals and expressing and sharing big ideas. They don't really want podcasting to take off. That's why podcasting is like an underdog thing still. Podcasting is, is producing as, a, as, as opposed to consuming. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and, and as a whole, like governments would like people to consume. They Everybody can, can, wants you to consume. We want people to consume our podcast. Yeah. Right? We, well, I don't want yeah. people to podcast over me. I want my friends listen. to consume. I want, I want people to come and drink beers with me and go spend time with me and spend money with me. We will, we, consuming is, is, is fun and easy. But like to produce, the, the actual making, creating is a little bit more difficult and um, I think that there's kind of something going on there. It produces consumption, though. I mean, the the advertising budget for podcasting has grown like crazy. It's like yeah. 300, 400 million or whatever it is. So, you know, like if you get big enough, you could start advertising and helping people consume. That's true. You know, get get snacks and consume get stamps and whatever. And, and let's not forget data. You, you get some big data miner data mining all these podcasts you know how much fucking valuable information you can oh, have God, yeah. especially if you just di- if, if people record their regular conversations and post it for for no reason oh dude this is just oh that's please, a good man. point it's a actually, fucking layup it's actually a sitting point. duck we are at the tip of the iceberg we think we know what podcasting is now give it five ten years it's all gonna right, be Dagger. completely all different right, all right, it is it's gonna be different crazy. man right. get his beer pull his beer away remember this episode number 16 okay, I will come beer, back to okay, this don't publish dude Man, these people don't see Edit shit. These people don't see shit, man. All right, relax, man. Tell Fucking me. relax. We're all trying to Podcast. have a nice, enjoy the game, having a nice night. Yeah, right. Let me just sick back the, the poison, dumb myself down. Consumption. Not going to hold me down. Music. It's like music. <laughs> oh, God. All right. You've had too much to drink. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, man. Well, nice shirt, Damon. Thanks, man. I'm wearing a yellow fucking shirt. Yeah. Charlie I knew you guys would say, oh, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. God, oh, God <laughs> damn it. That's so funny. I thought about I the whole I knew you would say Charlie Brown. I, I thought about the whole night. Every fucking place I go, what is it about? A yellow shirt. Nobody wears yellow anymore? I wanted to say it last time you wore that shirt. Everybody and I let you I off go. the hook. They say, oh, yellow shirt. Some girl was like, oh, you look actually nice today. And says, opposed to a dick. Because you're wearing yellow. You don't look like a dick because you're wearing yellow? She thinks <laughs> yeah, you usually look like a pussy then. Black at, that's why. At, at work. She thinks you look mm. soft. But why do you got to comment on a yellow shirt? I don't get it. Because it's a yellow banana shirt. Canary it's yellow. a fucking yellow. It's not a banana Powered shirt. It's a yellow shirt. 
banana colored. Yeah, sure. It's yellow. Is this Marky? What is? Oh, this is a oh, rip curl. Says all the guys. Oh, every shit. fucking blue shirt I wear, the fucking peanut gallery. Oh, Damien's wearing blue. And then I wear a yellow shirt, and now it's hey, yellow. Wearing fucking yellow. I mean, he's wearing. Yellow I'm see. You know what? I'm free. I'm expressing the the technicolor of my soul. With vibrant <laughs> colors. <laughs> and you fucking Western white males try to thwart me. You try to put me down. Ah. I just want to dance, man. I want to dance all Close over the this window, podcast. Man. Close the fucking window. No, I'm going to dance if the window's open. I'm free. I'm gay. Shit. <laughs> wow. You're going to get us kicked out here. This is a strange bar. Hooligan bar. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, everyone's everyone constantly comments on my yeah. Did you just cut me off? Don't cut me off. Don't wrap me up. I'm not wrapping Don't you wrap up. Don't wrap me up. Go for it. See that rant cam. Finish your rant. Right. Yellow. It's okay to wear yellow. I don't wear pink. Yeah. You what don't what wear, color why underwear are you wearing? Pink? Why don't oh, you wear dude, pink? I'm so you lucky. Wear I, pink? I'm not wearing underwear. But you, the underwear I had, dude. <laughs> why is he showing that? The <laughs> underwear. That's a show. I'm proving it, man. I'm not afraid. <laughs> the underwear <laughs> I had that I wore to work today is very suspect. I'll say that. What? Suspect. It looks like the the print, the color. If you saw a a piece of the fabric, you would say those are probably like half like thong. Those are like tight gay boy. It's like a blue stripe. And you put and you put two legs in those this morning, dude. Listen, man. Sometimes you come across clothing. You don't know how it got there. You just learn to like it, and it's just those are my blue Kenneth Cole striped boxers. Okay, they look a little flamboyant. I look like a a Portuguese stripper, but when I wear them. But I hey, you know what? Sometimes what? it's fucking what is this? in the rotation. This a little more. What, how, I mean, I don't have any. How are these boxers that flamboyant? If you saw are them, they ruffled. If I walk, they have if ruffles I, on them. No, they don't have ruffles. Is it cut. Okay. <laughs> Listen, these are very. These are masculine. The cut's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. But if you, if I was walking in the bathroom and I, you know, was lazily zipping up my pants, tucking my shirt back in, and get back to work, and you saw like a little bit of the print. It would make you wonder. You go like, "Is that a What's thong? Is this guy wearing a thong?" Look at the print. I'm just, I'm not, I don't wear thongs, guys. I'm okay, not the saying the print yeah. wouldn't make me think a thong because no, thong it's have print. one of the, it's like okay, but is guys, it a, is guys it lacy? underwear? Is it's lacy? not lace. Okay, stop. <laughs> you're judging the form <laughs> and the thong. texture. No, I'm talking about the he color. Says, the way you're explaining it. You've got one glimpse of these things. Yes, you would say. What kind? It sounds like it would make you think. It would be like okay, those aren't. Like Hanes boxer briefs, you'd be like, "What are those, bro?" That's you would have to you'd have to ask yourself. You'd That's like, what I'm asking you right now. Is that a banana hammock thong? And are you gay? Just really tight briefs. I'll release. How about this? I'll take. I'll take a photo, not of me in my underwear. I'm not saying that, but I'll take. You guys will see the print, and I'll let everybody else judge. Listeners and you guys, alike. Uh, we'll put it up on the poll. I'll take a photo of me in my underwear. How about okay, that? Okay, yeah. That's what I thought you were going. That's what we need. Post it on the Instagram. We need that. We need that. The Heineken girls asked for it. Put it on the story. You act like you don't have some of those photos already on your phone right now. Yeah, probably have You sent to other people. The first day you put them on. They're Kenneth Cole. What? I don't know. Kenneth Cole. It's hip. It's hip. I got some really tight Kenneth Coles, actually, now that you mentioned What color are they? What's the pattern? What's the Black. Oh, they're yeah. black, but they're tight, Danny. They're like macho. they're one size too small. See, okay, I have a I have a pair that's too small. They're H and M, but they're also Queer. dark charcoal. Dark charcoal. Nice. See, that's fine. Plain. Solid. No print. Color. No suspect print. You, a guy sees the waistband, then it's charcoal. It's like if you were to picture a Cuban stripper in Florida. Oh man. 
that's the print. You'd be like, is that a... Oh, so it's got mm. like is birds of paradise on no, it. No, no, no. It's, it's blue, black, maybe some gray and some there's white. There's some silk. There's some fabric There's no you're silk. Not there's no frills. Nothing. Satin, man. silk. It's just... It's meat and velvet, potatoes. Cut. Nice. You know. There's something. They're briefs. They're a little tight. Sure. A little too tight. tight. No, not too tight. tight. I'm not going to say that. Would you buy <laughs> these? Tight. If... Oh, uh, they're a gift. They're a gift. If I was at a pub like this one and I had to take off my pants what? and I had these on... Oh boy! I would be like, oh fuck! I gotta fight my way out of here. I might be. They're not the most masculine right. print. I'm just saying. Been well, very emphatic. I'm gonna that. release these out. I'm gonna release my underwear. Either you get the hell out of here, or you get up on that bar and you do some dance. Yeah. Or you start shaking, shaking that. And then you had the audacity to come up with no underwear, right? So you got self conscious. Well, or I had, I had, uh, yeah, I came. You from, took them off. I had, I had thigh warmers on before this. Oh, mm. were they also suspect? compression shorts? They sus- no, they were, but they were uncomfortable. Are you I shopping in the women's department again? Are these Spanks? Are these Candace Cole? Are not Kenneth Cole? These Liz I had some Claiborne? Kathy Ireland Spanks on. Shopping and they were the fucking Liz Claiborne collection. <laughs> How often do you freeball it? Uh, not enough, man. Uh, yeah, that's me too. Not Definitely not enough. But you guys play basketball with boxers on, which I find I absolutely yeah, atrocious. Yeah, let it go. You should be tarred and feathered for that. No, I like wearing I like playing basketball and boxers. I, I hate it. No, dude. You, if you like guys haven't air. lived. I, yeah, I like the air. I, I feel, I feel flowy. You guys haven't lived. Although I heard that's what happened in Ginobili. Vertical he leap. That? He used to play in boxers and they lost his hair. Yeah, yeah that, that knee to his nuts wouldn't have helped hanging. with the fucking Shut his testosterone reach. down. <laughs> At least he had some circulation with the boxers. Yeah, so. I like playing free like that. I'm uh, I wear I wear no boxers on the like uh, you're watching a football game on the weekend by yourself. Or of something. course, that's the best. These are the nice loosest shorts you can oh, have man. on. But I'm I saying when that. you're playing Ball basketball, thing. you guys have if you guys ever worn yeah I nice compression shorts. Oh, dude, it's like it's like you jump higher, you move. But quicker. they're too tight on my waist and they're tight on the legs. You you think about your underwear too much when you're wearing a compression short. Not my Kenneth Coles, man. You can feel I don't think about those. Yeah, yeah, obviously, you're thinking about them. Just glide, man. I drive all the boys. I mean, the girls wild. Did right? you did you wear them when you were skimming the pool earlier? Yeah, for my uh, the cougar that I skim her pool at, and I have to eat her out for an hour, but she pays me well. So she says, "Get your Kenneth Coles on." She smacks me around a little bit. She call you by name, or what? She call you? Oh, she calls me Marco. Marco. <laughs> and I say, "Polo." <laughs> Get in that pool. Get in the pool, Barco. Do some laps. I have to swim laps for her. Oh, in sure. my Kenneth Coles. Were you actually a pool boy at one point in time in your life? No. Yeah. No, I've never I've never been a pool boy. Dude, I've longed to be a pool boy. No, you don't want to be a pool boy. You've longed? The course? pool boy my parents... I'm, I'm questioning the pool boy my parents have. They've had He's him banging for, your mom, that's no, why. They've had him for like my whole life. <laughs> like t- 26 years. It's been the same pool boy. He's a pool man. Hmm, that's it? 26 years? That's interesting. For, for the same pool boy? Uh, that actually you think is he'd a be a boy? Was well, he, he a man? He's a grown ass man now. But now uh, he is. But he was a boy. He's probably stealing some shit. Or banging your mom. You know, he's probably else. banging your mom. Banging yeah. my mom? That's the only reason why he sticks around. No! No! Oh my god. I'm so <laughs> This is just. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> you dog. But Damien's pissing. Kenneth Cole's are tight, man. cup on air on top of a lucky really ball. Oh, are you kidding? I no, and he's drinking it. This is incredible. <laughs> this is Listen, the man. most bizarre thing <laughs> I've ever yeah, seen. I think podcast. Damien, get the fuck out of here. You're so embarrassing. Dude, I had to piss so bad. Piss man. yellow shirt. Pissing into That's a why fucking cup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here drinking. comes the yellow jokes. 
Here the comes fuck? the yellow jokes. You guys are douchebags. It's funny. Sh- every time Damien pisses right in front of me, I never see his penis. It's because I'm not dude. It's got down. a micro penis. Yeah, it's a Western man. I never see it. It's a Western man. It's a Western man. God damn it. Oh shit! I hear steps. <laughs> here he comes. Hey Tony, hey, uh, clean up some of these glassware around here, Tony. Huh? It's getting messy. Hey, you know the, t- I know the tap was, uh, cake was tap. That looks try pretty, some. Pretty it's pale, it's all frothy. No, I mean, it looks some. like the beer you just. Stop, stop. Drink. That's piss, Damien. You're it's drinking hot piss. piss. Hot Dude, piss. look how hydrated I am. It's pretty hydrated. On you a level of, that's like a three. A ten would be like Gatorade. That's light. That's not bad actually. Like root beer, a lot of water. Contain yourself. I could do sometimes when I podcast I have to piss. Well, mm. yeah. I have to piss hard. We're at a fucking English bar. The hooligans know, are downstairs. Stomping around, man. Come yeah, I on. Got, I think you got a condition. Alright, what were we talking about? Uh humanity, east versus west. What what's your guys' opinion? Let's dip right into that. Uh I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's not that bad. Your piss looks, looks pretty drink good. Drink my piss. It's pretty good. What? Oh, oh. I'm not going to drink your piss. Dude, when you guys, have you guys ever drinking you. your own piss? Never. 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 Not at once. Why not? Uh, like, give it's, me... F- it's, 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 dis- it's waste. It's waste. Wow. It's just waste. Give me two more reasons. Uh, it's hot, and I don't like to drink hot beverages too, too much. Okay. And it's... Deemed Put an ice cube in there. By society as being a vile act. Well, it's toxic, isn't it? It's clearly not toxic. What do you mean Social clearly? Social deviants drink their own piss. It's not toxic. Man. Ever since you've been doing this, your intellect is just <laughs> notches. You're getting crazier and crazier. It's weird ticks. Doesn't taste too bad, though? It's just, it's not, it doesn't taste like anything. Why do you it's drink acidic? it? Do you drink it just for showmanship? To fuck you guys over. To, to just, to, to prove to you, yeah. like, just drink your own piss. It's well, like, I'll drink it. I ate a banana pill once, just to show you. I ate a banana cooking. pill. I was there. I ate the fucking yeah. same. I'm banana not eating too. banana pills every time and I, you see me eat a banana, though. Yeah. No, of course. It's encouraging my friends to eat banana pills. Even though that's more nutrient-rich than your urine. Maybe you'd be helping me out if you challenged me a bit more. Eat banana well, peels. Is, I mean, I'll wear yellow shirts and eat banana peels. Eat the avocado pit. No one wants to eat the avocado pit. Oh, I've done pit. that. I've, I've done eaten that. It's nasty. It tastes like wood. It's. But now, you know what I do, guys? I pop strawberries. I pop them. What do you mean? You eat the whole stem. Pop oh, them. with the, with the stem on top. Yeah, why not? I've done that for years. People it's just are wasting grass. so much. Yeah, pop the strawberry. It's like, what the fuck? It's kind of a nice little texture to it, it too. It is. It's I like, like it. It's kind of minty. Roughage. I pretend it's minty. Yeah. You just chew it up and you fucking swallow it. Swallow it. I seriously have no tolerance for people that bitch about the texture of food. They're like, you just like the part of eating a strawberry, Kyle. The beauty, like a strawberry, is a beautiful fruit. Right? It's a gorgeous fruit. Or it's I'm attracted to them. It's it's fantastic, right? Sorry. You can't sometimes in life. You gotta you gotta pay homage. You're eating this beautiful It's beautiful fruit. Eat the fucking stem with it too, just to keep you grounded, keep you level. You know, it's the whole thing. It's I mean, finish the job. If you if you eat twelve strawberries and you cut the ends off all twelve, it's like three strawberries right there. You're trying to save. Yeah, but that turn that joy, that white. That's that's a very void part of the of the fruit. The inside? No, like with the stem you cut off. It's white. kind of white. I get rich strawberries. Right. They're all red. Listen, I'll eat a fucking stem. I'll eat the whole thing on it. I'll eat the, I'll eat the green onion and I'll eat the, the shallot, the chive, whatever it's called, chive. Sorry, the chive, the white part. 
and the green onion, the green part. Do you eat the, uh, what's that little garnish you used to get at a restaurant? Like that green fucking little lump of what parsley? Was, that? was it? No, it wasn't parsley. Oh, yeah, that weird. Um, it's oh. like that fucking thing. It's parsley. It is parsley. Like a, it it parsley like like a piece your, of a yeah, reef. It's parsley. They, they give parsley you oregano? They give you a no. lettuce leaf with some parsley for your breath. Is it parsley? It's parsley. No, oh, mint? That. You're talking about mint? It's not mint. No, it's it's a, for a, sure not mint. They give you a big fat leaf with an orange slice and a piece of parsley. Cilantro? No. Oh. It's, God damn it, man. Shut up. <laughs> oh. oh. There's a goal there. Fuck off. I don't know. Just eat your eat more of the whole food. Odds and ends. You just got to eat. There's a lot of nutritional value to them as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, kiwis is an easy one. Kiwis is the best one to do. Just the peel is great. You guys eat the outside, everything but the very, very uh, vertical tops. I eat the hairy outside. So no, I good. even chew. I, I even chew on that little vertical no, top. I it's hard. No, Put on my back uh, more like and that. suck it down. <laughs> I, 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 Jeez, I, I spit it. those out. I spit those out. You gotta train your teeth to eat that shit. No. What I, about like a stem of a cherry? Do you eat the stems? Oh, I tie that. That's unnecessary. Not with no, just the seed. I you don't. Well, I you should not be eating cherry seeds. Don't wink at me. A lot of nutrition. <laughs> God damn it. I heard of this like society or some group of people that lived in the middle of nowhere and they had the largest life expectancy. I wish I knew where they were from. But they determined that it was something in their diet and it was that they ate peach seeds. They ate those oh little God. peach seeds. And I don't know peach if you ever... Peach seeds? Yes. It's dangerous. I got nervous when Yeah, said so that. they're like, they're really like uh, sharp all oh, around. Yeah. But I think they cracked them open and then there's that little seed in there. Oh, Have you ever yeah, eaten that? Yeah. It's one of the most bitter things I've ever oh, had in my dude. life. And supposedly, extremely good a for peach you. Peach pit. Really? Peach pit. Like, have you guys had an avocado pit? Those yeah. are gnarly. Woody. Oh, Those yeah. are hard to eat. It kind of astringent too, like, a little bit. Not the li- taste, though. The taste not literally hard, but yeah, like bitter hard. Because oh, it's, it's actually pretty soft. No, like, they're hard. Trying to bite through they're avocados? Hard. See? No. No, they're hard. They're really hard. It's not like marble. It's, it's, yeah, it's not pretty marble. hard. I used to think they were inedible, but then I chewed one. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. You're it's right. It's not good, though. It's, it's really... Sour, like not sour that's not the right word but it's it's tough and think when how, it soaks your whole mouth because it's a big oh, yeah. seed Ugh. you're just like Ugh. but think about how delicious and creamy an avocado is mm. it's a, it's a super I'd love to eat an avocado a day I would really like to have an avocado a day you live for so your I usually get one in a day really yeah are you serious oh yeah I'm a big oh, avocado eater. I get like a, I get like one in every two months Oh my God! You guys, what's your guys' garlic? I thought they weren't in season. You got to get your I like garlic. I even take. Uh, what's it like though lately? How's your garlic intake? A, a daily. It's not as good as daily. it could be. Daily. You eat garlic daily? I either eat it or consume it in its pill form. Oh, interesting. Either one though. Sure. Yeah, you got to eat garlic. I love garlic. I was talking to this old eighty-year-old man, and he was just—he was rambling on, and he's like—he he claimed to be this—he's—he's he's like. I was a mercenary. I lived to my granddaddy was 130 before he died. I'm the healthiest guy in there. I can lift this pound. He's just classic old man. And he's like, I eat a clove of garlic a day. And I was like, I, that's pretty good for you, huh? And he's like, no shit, it's good for you. And it just, it just reawoken my interest in garlic. I was like, I should be eating more garlic. Yeah, this guy's, like he looked at me like I was so dumb. He's like, yeah, no shit, it's yeah. good for clove you. Clove a day, hell yeah. Yeah. He's Papa Clove. I need more garlic. It's probably really good for you. Raw onion, too. Raw, yeah. Don't don't, don't try and dumb it, it down. Yeah. Raw. Why raw? It's it's got more, more enzymes. Those, uh, yes, Digestive exactly. enzymes. Kind of stings too. Well, you want it to bite. You want yeah. the bite. Because imagine the fighting those viruses and everything you have with no bite in it. 
and won't have any bite. Yeah. It's limp. It's limp and brown. You want a mean garlic you in your mean blood. Mean garlic onion, onion brew. Garlic. Those things are like ginger. They're like Turmeric. medicines for pe- for like Chinese medicine stuff. Like they'll take you'll take an onion bath, man. Like that's how you know. It's not just about eating it. Take a it's sip. A potent, Take a nice sip. It's a potent, potent, extremely potent. Piss, piss. piss. All, all that stuff. Take your own piss, dude. It's a nice color. That's how they used to. Uh, there's a certain mushroom, still a uh, psychedelic mushroom, in which the shaman would eat the mushrooms, and all the disciples would drink the shaman's piss because it went through his. It, once it goes through the process of digestion, it was actually more potent inside the piss. God. And then that's it. You would trip fucking sex. That's so sick. If you eat Amanita muscaria mushrooms, you're supposed to eat it, drink your own piss after you eat it, and that's when it, you really get the trip. It really kicks in. People have been drinking piss for millennia. Yeah, just look at Doofy. Just chill Three out. Three shots of whiskey. Yeah. Netflix yeah. and chill, man. Just put on Netflix. Drink your own piss. And some people, okay. I'm all for psychedelics, man. but some people are going to go to such lengths. Fuck, right? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, just die. Just X yourself. That's a fucking trip. Oh, Might as well just do that. <laughs> yeah, they're boiling beakers and slicing things, tying off their arms, plugging in the... Just for that fucking high. You smoke a doobie, a pre-roll. You ever heard of a pre-roll? You don't even have to roll it anymore. It's That's a pre-roll. Right. Just wait for the fucking trip when you die. It's the real trip. Yeah. And then what? Like, real life sucks? That's that's a great strategy. <laughs> just get super high, and then real life is just boring as fuck. That way, most of the time, you just hate your life. Not for it. And then you you know all the answers. I'm all I'm still for that that theory that your dad told you, Damien. And I think it's a it's a great theory that you get revealed these answers way too early in your life, and you don't know what to do with them. Yeah, it's like the slow drip. You know, like if you want to just take, you want to swallow the whole glass in like a couple nights or like a couple forms of trips or you just want to get like a little dose in like random areas throughout your life you know that's how I kind of like visualize it or see it because every, co- everybody comes to the same conclusions it's like oh, you yeah. can have this epic psychedelic transcendent trip and sort of come to these discoveries but you can also learn it through like a, you can piecemeal it through like relationships and work and jobs and athletics and this whole there's fellows, fellows and ladies out there that have traveled thousands of years. And they're not even 20 years old, and that's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't know if you can handle all that, man. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. You gotta, you gotta balance your relationship with psychedelics. Oh, you gotta, right. oh <laughs> man. Set and setting, right? Yeah. Set and setting. Balance, guys. That's the Terrence McKenna. Speaking of balance, we're gonna balance some of these beers. I Let's love go that balance one. another Heineken keg on our. Top of our heads. All right. Shit. Ladies. Look at those girls. Tony, ladies. Tony. Girls. Yeah, yeah. Get the dishes out of here, Tony. Three Heineken. Thank these, you. These beers are starting to stink. These beers are warm. These beers are warm and they stink. 